On today's episode of Sports Medicine Weekly, we talk about the benefits of yoga for athletes. How are the physical benefits different than regular gym or physical therapy exercises? What are stabilizing muscles? What are the benefits of strengthening those stabilizing muscles? And what about hot yoga? We'll get into all of it. But first, to be your best, start with the best practices. Eat better, grow stronger, reach higher. At Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, their work is what best practices are built upon. They're a team of leading physicians with the highest level of experience and training. Prolific researchers delivering pioneering breakthroughs. Orthopedic experts that other orthopedic specialists and their patients come to when they need individualized care. Get it done right the first time at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Visit RushOrtho.com slash the best. One of our sponsors is also Vericell. They develop, manufacture, and market autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit vcell.com. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Our guest is Leslie Bezdek-Cohen, physical therapist from Rush Physical Therapy in Andersonville. And she's out of the uh, Chicago location on North Broadway. And Leslie is the lead physical therapist at Rush Physical Therapy's uh, Andersonville Clinic. And Leslie, thanks so much for joining us. You've been teaching yoga since 2009. And we wanted Dr. Cole and I talk more about yoga. Um, I've uh, I've dabbled in it a little bit. I got to ask Dr. Cole if he's ever done it. But uh, at the end, we're going to be talking about uh, youth sports organizations because I've got two kids in uh, in hockey and um, baseball, basketball, football, and uh, my youngest one, 14 years old, a uh, high-level baseball travel program, and they have, as part of their um, workout routine in the off-season, yoga, weekly yoga, and they've got kids in there as young as seven and eight years old, so it's, uh, I'm gonna interest, it's interesting to me, and I want to talk about that as well, but uh, Dr. Cole, have you ever done yoga? I have, Steve. I've done uh, a little bit of Bikram, and I've done uh, a couple of hot yogas, and I will admit I'm not very good at it, but I will tell you that I, I feel if we, I, it's one of those, it's like a sport that you used to take up and you're not good at it and you're used to being okay at other things. And you, it's very, it can be a little bit intimidating when you look at the people around you in the room. But I will say after doing it in sequence a few times, I got better. And um, I, you know, I think for me, it would be an adjunct to things I do every day without a ton of time. Um, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to prioritize cardio or, or lifting, and I, then yoga gets in around the edges. But I'm looking forward to learning why I maybe should prioritize this over some of the things that I do otherwise. Well, let's bring on Leslie Bezdek-Cohen, again, lead physical therapist at Rush Physical Therapy out of the Andersonville Clinic. So, Leslie, thanks for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly in our podcast. What are some of the benefits of yoga for athletes? Yeah, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Dr. Cole, for having me. Um, so, of course, there are many benefits for yoga, um, for doing yoga. Um, for athletes, um, keeping in mind the physical benefits, um, yoga, of course, there are different styles of yoga, but um, a style that I'm most uh, familiar with would be a um, flow or a vinyasa style yoga. Even um, some styles of it can re be referred to as a power flow. Um, 
So that includes um, strengthening of the core muscles, uh, strengthening of hip muscles. Um, so a lot of balancing work, um, as well as, of course, some flexibility work. So it's a nice comprehensive uh, type of fitness program or fitness routine. Um, there's also mental benefits. So yoga, um, yoga classes, yoga practice can often be um, slower. Uh, and then you take more time to focus. You have time to practice awareness of your body. So feeling even what all your like little tiny muscles are doing, what muscles you're working, focus on what muscles you can relax. Um, and then that can transition into um, your sport or whatever other kind of fitness routine you're doing. Um, having that focus. Um, and then also the breath component component I think is really important. So especially with that uh, flow practice of yoga, um, the flow idea is connecting one breath to one movement. Um, and then with that helps with coordinating your breath in other sports such as running, um, you know, if you're getting if you're in a race or some kind of game and you start to feel your heart rate race or getting a little performance anxiety, um, getting control of the breath, which yoga helps with, um, then applying that control of the breath from yoga to other um, sports and activities uh, can help calm you down when you're starting to feel anxious or heart rates racing. Leslie, Les let me ask you a question. So. I sort of alluded to this in uh, the beginning of the episode. I do have a hard time prioritizing it, and I've sort of used it as fill around the other things. So I've, I would prioritize based on what I think I need, which is cardio and then weights, including including core strengthening, things like that, things that I think I can also get from yoga. How do you, for a busy person, what do you think the best, why, why should I prioritize yoga? And and what do you think the a good balance would be for someone who says, look, I'm looking for the enough sustainable exercise, you know, three times a week, 30, 45 minutes of cardio. I'm willing to throw in some weights there to keep my muscle mass up. Where am I going to fit yoga in and why should I do it? Yeah, um, great question. Um, so, I mean, talking about those mental focus benefits, um, even talking about um, all the little stabilizing muscles um, that kind of fire up and activates when you are practicing yoga. So in um, balancing pose, poses on your standing up on your legs or balancing poses in plank or on your arms, um, all of those yoga can take time to build those stabilizing strength and endurance. And those stabilizers help to prevent injury then for your other sports um, and activities. Um, and then especially the flexibility, right? I get a lot of uh, gym, people go to the gym, do that kind of activity who come in and they are super tight. Um, they don't stretch very much at the gym. Um, and so just getting a yoga flow in, even if it's, um, I mean, even 10 minutes, you know, three times a week after a gym session, doing a little yoga flow, I think would be, would go a long way. You need a instructor, and is there music usually? Because it's pretty simple, right? You get in the room and uh, you put out a mat and uh, and you stretch. That's what I think of yoga. <laughs> Steve, have you done it? 
I've, that, I've witnessed it, as I said, maybe yeah. once, you know, but um, boy, I, I am not limber at all. So it, it is right <laughs> up my alley, which something I should do and find time for. But Leslie, break it down for us. I mean, is that, you know, is there instructors, their music is, you know, those type of things? Yeah, um, I mean, there definitely can be um, if you are going to a, um, you know, scheduled class. Um, uh, different styles of yoga. Um, some will use yo or sorry, some will use music, some will not. Um, but yeah, the idea is that the instructor is um, leading the class. Sometimes they're doing it with the class, uh, doing the poses. Sometimes they're not, just depends on the style, the format, uh, the studio even. Um, but there are also plenty of YouTube videos out there. I know a bunch of apps that just give you poses. And even if you know, you're know you just at the gym on your own, um, I know gym have yoga mats, um, pull out a yoga mat, put on a YouTube video or a yoga app, um, yoga pose app, and just get a few poses in. Um, it's really, I think it's funny when, um, uh, you know, people say, oh, I don't do yoga because I'm not flexible. But that's the reason why you should do yoga. Because <laughs> uh, right. flexibility I helps. Agree totally. Yeah, it helps prevent injuries and um, getting that flexibility in. Okay, great. I want to ask you about some uh, hot yoga and examples of yoga postures. But first, you know, fall, warm weather is uh, here. Still a little bit warm here, but we're calling it fall. Time to get outside, enjoy your favorite activities, spend precious time with family and friends. Aches, pains, or an injury should not be part of the memories you're making. The therapists at Rush Physical Therapy are there for you. They have more than 60 locations throughout greater Chicagoland, and their clinical experts will get you back to life. Go to RushPT.com today to schedule an appointment. Not sure if physical therapy is right for you. You can request a complimentary consultation. Discover the power of Rush Physical Therapy today. This episode also brought to you in part by Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars. Best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at KarenMalkin.com. Talking about the benefits of yoga for athletes with Leslie Bezdek Cohen. I'm Steve Kasha with Dr. Brian Cole. Uh, Leslie, if you can for us describe some examples of yoga postures that activate sta the uh, stabilizing muscles. Yeah. Um, so a couple big stabilizing muscle hitters. Um, I know from being a physical therapist and um, what we uh, the muscles that we target for strengthening the clinic um, and not even just strengthening, but activating, turning on. Um, so one of those would be the transverse abdominus, which is your deepest abdominal muscle, one of your main core muscles. Um, so as a stabilizer, it helps to stabilize the spine. Um, so important for helping to prevent back pain. Um, as well as many other things. Um, but one of the postures that can help with that, so yoga posture, uh, the physical part of yoga, um, is a plank pose. Um, so uh, top of a push-up, that kind of position, just holding that. Maybe you'll start out with 10 or 15 seconds. Um, try that three times, and then maybe the next time you do it or next week you're working on it, try about add 10 seconds or so um, to each set. So 
the next week doing three times for 25 seconds each. Um, that's a great one. Um, so not only building stabilizers to help prevent injury in your trunk, um, but also in your shoulders as well. Um, another posture example would be tree pose. So that's going to help to um, work the stabilizer of your glute med muscle, which is um, a very important muscle for helping to stabilize the pelvis, um, helps to prevent injury with runners um, and any other athletes having to uh, that don't do lateral movement or that do do lateral movement, um, such as tennis players helping to control the knee, the muscle does. Um, but so glute med in the tree pose, um, you're standing on one leg, you bring up the other leg to the inside of your thigh. And then, so the foot's placed on the inside of the thigh and then the knee's pointing out towards the side away from your standing leg. And then you can have your arms wherever feels good to you, down by your side, hands at heart center in a prayer position, and then you just hold and breathe, um, and then feel your glute muscles working, your buttocks muscles, um, and just being as stable as possible. Um, we only let, have a couple more minutes. Go ahead, Dr. Cole. Yeah, no, I was going to say this, you know, good, good explanations, I think we'll probably, if you had to say a, where do, you mentioned this, you know, uh, videos and YouTube and so forth, is there... Is there something that you guys offer as a resource that, you know, would be a video or, you know, to, to help our listeners? Because it, it's a tough one to describe without actually seeing it, although I know I can picture what you're describing because I've done it. But what do you think some of, one of the best resources would be for someone? <laughs> and, and how are you guys offering, uh, you know, where you are yoga? Are you doing group classes or working with your patients in this way? Um, so as far as a resource... Um, yogajournal.com has a, um, that's kind of been a long time um, resource, <laughs> you know, good old magazine format, but of course has gone online. Um, that's a great resource just to look up postures, lots of articles um, talking about whole yoga lifestyle, healthy eating, all of that. So that's usually one of my go-tos for postures. Um, I also hear people use uh, Yoga with Adrian on YouTube, I believe. That's a very popular one. I haven't checked it out yet, but seems like a good one. Um, and then as far as yoga classes um, at Rush, they do, um, I am part of the Revital Cancer Rehabilitation Program. So I know we have some available for uh, the cancer population there, um, but we don't have any others um, for the general population right now, but we should definitely get some going. So um, I appreciate your interest in that, and we will work on that. All right, final uh, question, because we're running out of time here, Leslie. Um, hot yoga. Hot yoga, what is it, and what are some of the benefits? Sure. Um, so hot yoga, I feel, originally was referred to as the Bikram style, which Dr. Cole had mentioned before. Um, and so that's 26 set postures, 90 minutes, same sequence each time set at 105 degrees. Um, I believe at least 40% humidity, I'm not sure. Um, haven't taken a beaker class myself in a while. Um, 
But then there are many other style studios who do have heated yoga classes. Um, and the benefits of that, the reason behind all that um, is for more of a thinking of it as more of a safe practice. So you are warming up your muscles um, externally with the heated room, as well as um, using your breath and movement, of course, to heat up the body um, to avoid injury, pulling of cold muscles. Um, other reasons, helping to relax the muscles with the heat, similar to you know sitting in a sauna or using a hot pack to relax muscles. Um, there's also a claim that it does detoxification through sweating, but I know science out be, out there is um, a little controversial whether it actually detoxifies the body through sweating. Okay, good stuff, Leslie. I appreciate it. What's the best way to uh, reach you people at Rush uh, Physical Therapy? Yeah, well, I am at uh, the Andersonville location, so um, for anybody interested and available to come up here, I am at uh, 773-784-7, or sorry, 9406, um, so that's at Broadway and Foster, um, and then, but you feel free to give us a call if you're looking to um, check out a different location as well, we'll be able to help you out and direct you with where you need to go. Yep, 60 locations for Rush Physical Therapy. Thank you so much, Leslie Bezdek-Cohen, Elite Physical Therapist. So we appreciate that, and our time is up. We hope you enjoyed today's Sports Medicine Weekly episode. Be sure to add the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast to your playlist on Apple and Spotify. You can listen in anytime, anyplace. Subscribe to the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast, and new podcasts are shared weekly on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For Dr. Brian Cole and our producer, Alex Soroka, and for our guest, Leslie Bezdek-Cohen, I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks for listening to our Sports Minutes Weekly Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Talk with you the next one.